Good morning. Today we will continue where we left off. The Rebbe Shabbos is describing to us the unique relationship that Malchus has with the essence of Hashem Himself. Malchus is the place where creation evolves. Um, it is also the place where one unique event happens and it doesn't happen anywhere in the heavens above, and that is the creation of something from nothing. In all of the heavens, all we have is a, a long chain reaction of events that happens because of a result, because they're a result of an, an effects of something that preceded them. The one time where we have something from nothing is where physicality is created, because no ladder, no matter how long, can connect physicality to spirituality. And while everything in heaven is spiritual, they can all extend one from another. Um, a thought can create an emotion, and so on, but it can never create a physical object. So that's why in order to create our, our world, the last step of the whole reaction, Malchus um, has the unique function of creating something from nothing, which connects it all the way up to the essence of Hashem, who is the only true creator. To, this, to understand this connection, that this unique relationship that Malchus has, today the Rebbe Hashab takes us through two examples. Each one will describe it in its own way. Today, we will, we will, first we will begin with this, the, the example of a storyteller. The Zera tells us that the Rebbe created the world, and we can understand some of the creation through analyzing um, the Sefer, the Sefer, and the Sipper. It's a play on words. All of them have the same source word, the same Shurish, which is Samach Feirish. The Sefer means the scribe, the Sefer means the book, and the Sipper means the story. The Sefer, the Sefer, and the Sipper are three events that were described in the last century. Um, the scribe is, of course, the one who decided what the story is. He was free to decide on any story he wanted. He could make up a story about a uh, an animal, he can make up a story of a, something that came up in his imagination which doesn't exist, he can make up a story about a house, he's, he's free, his, his options are unlimited. The book, on the other hand, is the formula that he used to describe whatever he did decide to tell. So once he, he, once he chose the path that he wanted to take, once he chose the story that he wanted to tell, now his options became limited. Now he may still decide how the story will evolve, he may still decide um, which characters will be in the story, but again, the options are limited because he's already decided which story to tell. So much more so when the story actually appears on paper. Now that the words are actually told, then his options become even more limited. The last step of the story, the last step of this example, is the story that's told, that the reader reads. And interestingly, the formula that happened in order to bring about the story was full of limitations, and the more the formula um, evolved, the more limited it became, because the storyteller was limited to whatever he decided to do. But the story itself gives us a much better understanding of the character of the storyteller than the book does. The formula that he took in order to, in order to tell us doesn't really tell much about him. He could have chose any formula, any decision for how to go about reading his book. He could have made a picture book, he could have made an, a, a, a large book, he could have made a children's book, it could have been any kind of book. But when one reads the story, he gets an understanding of the character of the storyteller. He gets an understanding for the things that excitement excite him, for the kind of thoughts that he has, for the um, for the the place where he decided to, to to formulate his story. All of that is told inside the story. When one reads um, a story, he gets a, 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 similarly in the in the nimshal in the story that we in the example, what the example is trying to describe. In creation, we have these three functions as well. We 
You have the storyteller, who of course is Hashem himself, whose options are unlimited. He could have created anything he wanted. He could have not created at all. He could have, he could stop creating, start creating. He can have any option he wants. But then once creation evolved, once he decided to emit the light which from which creation evolved, now the options become more and more limited as creation evolves. And the more the the creation comes to be, the more limitations we see. That's why heaven is full of limitations. And every event is is preceded by an event that connects to it. It is the result of an event that ex- explains it. And that's why humanity is always thinking in terms of cause and event, because we're created in a world from, from, from spirituality that works with cause and event. Because as the story formulates, more and more limitations come about. The one place where we actually don't see that that um, constriction and cause and event is in the last step of the story itself. Here we don't know what limitations the author took. What we do see is his character, his mindset, and we get a feel in creation. When we look about creation, when we look at the plentifulness in creation, when we see the um, events that happen in creation, we see how they, they come about something from nothing. Here we get an understanding of the character of Hashem himself. Here we get an understanding for the for the abilities of Hashem. And that's why creation tells us so much more. Malchus tells us so much more about who Hashem is than all of the spheres that precede Malchus. Of course, Malchus is the last of the whole chain reaction, and it should have the most limitations, but it doesn't. It has the least. It, that's why it has the ability to create something from nothing. Another example that Abedashav gives is about a measuring tool. And this one will take backwards. First one, we talked about Hashem, and then how he formulated creation, and the last event was the story, which is the actual creation being played out. Here we'll take it backwards. We have a measuring tool. This measuring tool is made to measure substance. So the last event that happens, uh, the last event that happens in this example is a substance that's being measured. It's the actual physical um, substance that fills up that measuring cup or which that ruler is measuring. That's the actual material. Then you have the actual measuring cup. The measuring cup can be made of any kind of any kind of tool. There could be a measuring cup, there can be a ruler, there can be a scale. All of these are tools with which to measure. Numbers are also a sort of a measuring tool. Um, all of these are measuring tools. And then you have the um, the store owner, for, for, per se, the one who owns the, mater- the material that he's selling or giving, um, who wants to measure out the material in order to be able to sell it properly. So he was, for example, uh, planning to sell oil. And in order to sell the oil, he could have decided to sell it by by gallon, he could sell it. He could decide to sell it by a pint. He could decide to sell it by by mass. He could decide to sell it by a cup. He can decide on any measuring cup he wants. the uh, The choices for what, how he will measure his uh, material are, in, are, are 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 plentiful. He has many many choices. But once he starts making that measuring tool, his options again become very limited. If he took a piece of wood, for example, it would be very hard to make that measuring glass. A, he would be limited to a ruler and not to a scale. Once he chose metal as his as his material, he'd probably be making a cup or or maybe a scale, but he probably would not be making a ruler. So the more he the more the actions play out, the more limited they become. But the actual material that fills up that cup is the last step of the process. And here we get an understanding for what kind of character that store owner has, because when we look at it, he see okay he's an oil merchant. What kind of person would be an oil merchant? It tells us a little bit about the store owner. Okay, he sells expensive wool. 
Well, what kind of person is he? What kind of tastes does he have? What kind of interests does he have? You see that in the material. So again, we see these two points, these two points that the Rebbe Shabbos is trying to make clear to us. One is that as the story plays out, as creation evolves, from the first step and all the way down to the last step, it becomes more and more limited. But at the last step of the reaction, of the chain, that's where you can get a much better feeling for the owner or for the author, or in this case, for Hashem himself, the creator. Nevertheless, having said all that, although it does give us an understanding for the unique relationship Malchus has with Hashem, but it, it, there's an additional step to this story, to these examples. Because in both of these examples, whether we called it an author, whether we called it a store owner, or whether whatever description we would have, those descriptions already gave us limitations. We already described him as an author because we were thinking about the book he was writing. We already connected his abilities to the facts that happened that that happened afterwards, to the facts that, to the events that unfolded afterwards. So they're all connected at some point. We didn't really describe the person himself who has all kinds of choices. He has the ability to be a merchant. He has the ability to sit in his bed and do nothing. He has the ability to have profound thoughts. He has the ability to become emotional. That person deep inside, before any of those things extended, deep inside him, we didn't see that in any of these examples. But Hashem himself, if we are talking about anything that extends from Hashem, revolts from Hashem, the light that Hashem uses to shine, the light that shined out of Hashem from which creation evolved, all of those events are connected to the events that unfolded after them. They preceded them because they were the cause that brought them about. So all of them have a certain limit, a certain sense of limitation, because they're all limited to the function that they are meant to produce. The only place where we find complete unlimited potential is Hashem's essence himself. And that is what Malchus mirrors, because the one place where you have something from nothing, from complete nothing, the only place where you have complete nothing with no descriptions and no limitations, no functions, no causes, no results, no excuses, that's only in the essence of Hashem himself. And that's what Malchus mirrors. That's what we ask Hashem and Rosh Hashanah. Please, here in creation, be our king. Our king connects us all the way to your essence, where the home of, a, of the Neshama of Ayid is. Please connect us that way. Don't make us travel through the limitations that, that spirituality flows through in all the heavenly abodes. Because there, there's all kinds of limitations, and there, there are struggles for the for the for the um, for the light to shine through. Here, there are bottlenecks and there are challenges, and we don't like those. Those make it difficult for us in life. Hashem, please be our king and connect us to your very essence, close to our heart, where there will be no challenges, no difficulties, no no problems, and that is, in a small sense, what we pray for in every Rosh Hashanah. But in a, in a much larger way, that's what will happen when Mashiach comes. For Malchus, the true function of Malchus and the true uh, energy that, Mal, that shines inside Malchus will express itself in, in the actual physicality of the world. And we'll be able to see Hashem in the very physical creation of the world. And not only in the spiritual meaning of every creation of the world, but the actual physical creation will have the greatest um, revelation because Hashem's essence will shine in the function that Malchus has of something from nothing, which is physicality from spirituality. And that's where we'll see Hashem in the actual physical creation of our world. May it be so.